Welcome to the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. Now, whether you're one of the hundreds of thousands of women experiencing hair loss for any number of reasons, or if you're curious and want to check out what alternative hair is all about, you are in the right place. Hi, I'm Deborah. I am a certified alternative hair specialist, educator, and the co-creator of a -a one-of-a-kind, shame-free, stigma-free alternative hair boutique called Very Best Little Hair House, and that's where the magic happens. That's where I help women and men like you find the alternative hair that brings their inner beauty out. We take over where genetics or Mother Nature drop the ball and help you find and wear the alternative hair that makes you feel vibrant. I've made it my business to discover all there is to know about good wigs and toppers, and I love to talk about them. It's not just hair. It's so much more than that. This is about feeling complete, and if alternative hair is the way for you to do that, I got you covered. Yeah, it sucks when you see your scalp shining through your hair, but you know what? There is joy in finding the right alternative hair, trust me. It can be overwhelming at first. I mean, where do you start? Wig? Topper? Oh my God, will somebody know? What if my wig falls off? First of all, take a deep breath, I got you covered. This podcast addresses all things alternative hair. It's not always as easy as just finding a wig and putting it on, so I'm going to give you a tell-it-like-it-is viewpoint from what I see firsthand. I've been through it all. Stress hair loss, alopecia, chemo. So I started my own journey about 20 years ago, and at that time I had nobody to talk to or get advice from, so I am here for you. And I can tell you this, even on my best natural hair day, I never looked or felt as confident as I do in my alternative hair. And now after five years of helping people in my shop get over that fear and get out there, I am bringing this to you to inspire, empower, and educate you. It's simple. When you look good, you feel even better. And if alternative hair is part of that confidence, who cares if you grew it or if you bought it? Forget your grandma's wig and prepare to look red carpet gorgeous. Time to end this shame and stigma. Life is too short not to love who you are, and I want you to get excited about the possibilities. So grab your headphones, feel the love I am sending your way, and let's do this. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of The Alternative Hair Alchemist. This is Deborah Heim, and this week I wanted to start by talking about I find it really surprising that people do not realize how many celebrities uh, on the red carpet, how many of your favorite singers in videos are using alternative hair. It was really cool this past week. I happened to find the music channel on Pluto and I watched a Britney Spears video. It was called Circus. And I noticed definitely two possibly three or more different wigs that she switched up between to get the look or the style for that video. They were all the same shade. One was like between shoulder and elbow length. One was brushing her shoulders. I believe I saw one even a little shorter than that. But that is the magic of alternative hair. 
you can get away with so much. She switched between three different lengths of hair and it never really strikes you as to, hey, that changed. And I just thought I'd throw that example in here because I know people at home and I know myself, you think that people are scrutinizing you so closely and they're really not. And I talked about this in my book at the end of my nursing career. The whole time I was an RN, I was so concerned that people would know I was wearing a wig. So I hesitated to change it. I would be worried until my day off, like hope my wig stayed good, whatever have you come back. I would be scared to change styles, colors or whatever. But anyway, the last two or three weeks when I no longer kept it a secret that I was opening the shop, I started to get really bold. I mean, I think one week I wore five different wigs, all within like brown, auburn, or, you know, like caramel kiss shades. But I swear, I changed up several times and people did not know. At first, I thought I was being punked because I'm like, I would get questions like, did you do your hair different or something like your hair looks different today? But the entire time I had spent all those years worried about people knowing and here it was just my perception. And anyway, that's the other thing like that I always hear. I can't wear a wig or I can't change. People will know. Well, what exactly will they know? I mean... In this day and age, there are so many drastic changes of hair color. I mean, people dye their hair every week. So you can certainly switch up your wig. You can wear a wig. You can go one day with a wig on and the next day not. And, you know, nobody is paying that close of attention as you might think. So you do you and you wear what makes you happy. So this week, I thought I would talk about the progression from dread of a wig to what I call wigaholic, which I certainly would qualify as one myself. And it's funny, everybody is a little different. Some people go slowly, some people go quickly. But once you jump over that alternative hair fence, I call the feeling when you have that good wig on and you love that feeling. You're looking in the mirror and you're like, wow, I look so good. I refer to that as wig euphoria. And I am not a psychiatrist and these are not medical terms, but I certainly hope there is wig euphoria in store for you. Some of the things I hear first when people are in my shop when it's their first wig They're like, well, they'll ask me, how long is this wig going to last? And to, of course, I explain, well, it depends on the care you take of it. And, you know, I explain and do all the teaching. But they're like, well, I'm only going to wear it when I go out. And if I had a penny for every time I've heard that, and it just simply proves not to be the case. Because what happens is you get that wig euphoria It starts to become your new normal, how you look with good hair. You get used to seeing it in the mirror and it almost becomes, it's, it, I mean, I know I go through when I take my wig off at night, it's like, oh, I'm missing something to a certain extent. Now I'm good with myself wig or not at this point, but it does become a part of you. And so As you go along, you're going to need more than one wig. So one of the strategies I talk about is I always kept a wig for good 
I get two of the exact same color and style. I always recommend going slow. Make sure that the wig is going to work for you. So say it does and it's a success. So get another one exactly like that and rotate the wear. And then as one starts to show more wear than the other, then I would make the one my house wig or the wig for, you know, running out to get the mail, what have you, and kept one for good. And I always kept rotating them, kept an eye on them because wigs do wear out. And if you're worried about people knowing that you're wearing a wig, take really good care of it and look at it every day. Um, Wig maintenance is so important for it to continue to look good. I am an advocate of washing them less. There are many schools of thought about this. We can get into wig care another time. But bottom line is, if you're going to do life in alternative hair, you will need more than one wig. And hopefully, you can learn to branch into my next suggestion for strategy is once you find your color and approximate length, then I like to venture into different styles within that same color family. And when you're changing styles and colors, you want to wear different ones during the week, When you change within the same color, I have found that to be like an easier adjustment. But the more you do it, the more you get used to doing it. And it truly becomes fun. It becomes fun. And I'll tell you, it's not fun to sit at home and wish you could go out because you don't have hair. So I'm doing my best to get you to jump over that alternative hair fence. And hopefully you will. Another thing I see happen in my shop is that once it is decided after trying several on the person will come through the door worried that they're even going to find one wig then at the table we get it down to like a few choices and check them all from front back different lighting then the decision is made and then on the way out from the checkout All of a sudden, it's like every wig in the store looks good to the person. They're like, oh, did I try this one on? Did I try this one on? And either it's a yes or I'll say, yes, you did. I'll check the record. But if not, we run back and try that one because I want everybody to, you know, walk out the door with as little worry about second guessing as possible. But it's something I noted, it's like a phenomenon, that once that first wig is chosen, all of a sudden others look good. And as you go along, you will find nicer and nicer wigs. It happened to me. Trust me. I thought I knew the best wigs in the world. And a couple things happened. In my, I'm always checking for better and better stuff for the store. And I'll tell you, I keep finding better and better alternative hair. And the progression of the technology from five years ago to today, how realistic, how wonderful the colors look. I kind of compare it to the technology of cell phones. It's like they just keep getting better and better. And I see that with alternative hair, too. I mean, it's t- I love ordering wigs for the shop. To me, it's like Christmas Day. And everyone that comes in, it seems like it's nicer than the last. And, and if it's not, I send it back or it doesn't make it to the floor. But anyway, hopefully you are trying alternative hair by now. I'd love to hear from you. Drop me a message. You can do that through the website, www.verybestlittlehairhouse.com. 
Wise Wig Group on Facebook. And hopefully you're not one of the people that thinks you have to wait to find human hair to try alternative hair. Of course, that's ideal, but you don't need that to look real. That's one of the questions I get asked most when people are calling to come to the store or are your wigs real hair? And I feel like it's worth throwing out there again that just because something is a synthetic, it doesn't necessarily mean it looks fake. So don't let the word synthetic fool you. And the last thing I'd like to talk about was we had a five-year-old the past couple weeks in the shop and she had alopecia. And of course, it's back to school time. And her mother called me and she came in for a visit. And I knew I'd have to measure her head because I knew I wouldn't have anything that small in stock. However, when she came in, she fell in love with, of course, princess hair. So I sent that one home with her so that she could learn the basics of a wig. But when she came back, we had a nice selection for her to try and she was able to find one. And I'll tell you, she put that wig on. It looked like her natural hair. She took to it. It was great. It was like the wig wasn't a thing. It was just something like, oh, okay, this is great. I have hair. And I wish adults were like that. It was so cool. I mean, you know, it was really refreshing. Mom sent me a picture of her on waiting for the school bus, looking adorable. And, you know, this is one of the most proudest moments of my life. And so I thought I'd share it here. So hopefully I said something this week that helped you. Let me know if I did or I didn't. You can find me um, lots of places. I'm not hard to find at Deborah the Wig Lady on Twitter, um, Facebook, Instagram. And until next week, take care. There is so much love for you. Talk to you then. If you loved this episode and want to connect with me, please go to my website and drop me an email verybestlittlehairhouse.com so we can get in touch. And until next time, remember that you are beautiful, perfect, and loved just the way you are.